Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Engage. What? This is the Board Game Stops podcast. You have engaged. What? Engage? You don't say engage. You say go. You threw me off. Fire. No, you have to say go. Begin. Why are you? I'm trying trying different ones. No. Why do you want to mess with something? Go. Thank you. Was that hard? Yeah, it was very difficult. All you got to do is just say to go. See, just trying to think outside the box a little bit with a different word for go. No, you don't need to do that. Just keep it with what works. Why okay. do you want to change stuff that works? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> that should be like the uh-huh. number one thing that you should always think of. If it's working, why would you ever want to try to change it? Um, Working for who, though? What's not working What's for working you? for you may not work for me. No, 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 no. That by, by the phrase itself indicates that it is working. But it's, what works for one doesn't work for another. No, that's not what the saying means, though. The saying means is that if it is doing its If it is not its broke, purpose, don't fix it. Yes, if it's not purpose. broke, don't fix it. That'd be like, okay, uh, you could say, you could say, but who's saying the phrase is who thinks it's working. No, no, no. Something being broke is not subjective. It is, too. No, it's not. The system can be broken, but some people might not think it is. No, 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 no. By definition, if it works, it is not broken. It is not broken. But it could be not what you want. That's completely might, different. Okay, okay. So what you're saying is, if it's not what you want, change it. Yes. Okay. But people like to say, people aren't referring to the exact... See, we, we start off fighting right away. I'm just, just saying, you right can't always away. get what you want. Nah, if it's, that's because some people love the way it is. No, it's not it. I'm fighting the power. You're not fighting any power. <laughs> I just wanted to say a different word than go. What's wrong with it? <laughs> but that's you. No, what's wrong with it? I just want to try something different. Why? Why not? You ask why. Because, I ask why not. Because it's working. That's not what this phrase can do for you. <laughs> That's what you can do for this phrase. That doesn't make a bit of sense. Not really. You see, none then see, see, you've messed up everything. Everything's backwards because you didn't do it right. I said go a long time ago, and you you just insisted on going down and attacking me and my phrasing and going for the definition of words and phrases. When I just said go, you could have just started with the podcast, but I know you got to go back at me. No, now you're blaming me for. I don't. I have multiple jobs. You messed up. You messed up, and I accept your apology that it was not given. And this is why my self-esteem is low. No, your self-esteem is low. Because you're always beating me down. You watch, you're a bully. You watch. Uh, I've just told you the other day I'm not a bully. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> Quit bullying my son, but I'm not a bully. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not that work. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So anyways, this podcast, the one you're listening to, Board Game Snobs Podcast. Be I'm sh- Gobby. That's Jerry. Be sure and send us your emails. Because <laughs> I 
Love your emails. I love them so much. In fact, I am petitioning you to send us your top 10 or your favorite game or something of that nature. Or, you know, send us a recommendation of a game you think we've missed and that we should play. That we think might be. Well, did you read off Jesse Welch's top 10? You did not. Who? Top five games. Wanted to contribute an opinion. I'll go backwards. Number five, Viticulture with the Tuscany Expansion. Mm, okay. Number four, The Castles of Burgundy. Mm, okay. Number three, Lorenzo. Mm, okay. Number two, Kalima. Now that's one I've been wanting to play. Kalima La. What, what, what did he just say? Kalima. Is that the guy that ripped out La. the heart? <laughs> In yep. Indiana Jones. He was always saying Kalima. Kalima? But this is Kal- Kalamala. Kalamala? You need to play this. Why do you say Kalima to rip somebody's heart out? Is that like... I don't know what that means. What does that do? Maybe it's like... Uh, does that what do they call that? Cardiologists? No. That's, what is that? What's that? What's that when they knock you out? Anesthesiologists? Anesthesia. Kalima? No. Kalima he did like, knock people he's out. He just anesthesia. pulled out that guy's heart. I know, but he's like, you should have had anesthesia. That's, that's, that's what it means. Number one, oh, you're not gonna like this. Terraforming Mars. Yeah, see, but you know, people are ignorant, and sometimes Jesse, those are the views and opinions of Jerry are only half of the board game snobs. Right. So you're only fifty percent misinformed. No, I, I understand why people like Terraforming Mars. I do. I really do. I just think it's obviously one of those games that has been killed. Killed dead by other games and that it's not as uh, good as people make it out to be. But, I mean, I understand why people like it. Underwater Cities is better. No, I think there's a lot of games that are better than Terraforming Mars and I think you just have to play Terraforming Mars and then move on from it. Move on. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with moving along. Okay. I like to do that quite often. Speaking of which, you said you had banter. No, I didn't. You never do. I did have it last time. It was what hot. was it? It's hot banter. What was it? You don't even remember. I don't know. Hogs. Hogs. You brought up hogs, and I talked about him. That's how that works. Why are you trying to change things? You're supposed to have the banter. Me. I do have one thing. What things? I found it very amusing. No, no. Resist the urge of bringing up anything that's not PG. We're a family podcast. An Irish man. Right. Tells police. That's co- a very long movie. <laughs> tells pol- tells police the cocaine in his buttocks was placed there by someone else. Why would Richard do such a thing? <laughs> He's Scottish. Oh, I get those confused. A 31 year old man from Glenmill Park in I can't say these words somewhere in the UK was caught with cocaine. Declan Butcher. I like that name, Declan. That's my Jack's middle name. D-E-C-L-A-N? Really? Mm-hmm. I like that name. Was recently let go on bail, and having the substance on him was a direct violation of that bail. Mm. Police found him hiding in a bathroom stall. You know, a story never ends good when you're hiding in a bathroom stall. In a bar in Limavati, wherever that's at, before they arrested him. When he went to present himself to the Dairy Magistrate's Court. What is that? A Dairy Magistrate's Court. Dairy is just an area. D-E-R-R-Y? What's a magistrate? It's a judge. Do you not know who a magistrate is? I don't know. And I'm the ignorant one. I never said that. How dare you? You avoided it, though. You hurt my feelings. 
Simmons. He said he didn't know where it came from. He didn't know where it came from? He pleaded to the court that it had been put there by someone else without his knowledge. Happens. <laughs> How could that possibly be? Unless he's like Steve Martin, and he's like, those aren't pillows. <laughs> and they just left some cocaine there. How can you declare? You know, that's the old funny cliche. It's like, oh, that's not mine. I don't know how they got there. But when it's between your buttocks, when it's between the cheeks, how could you not feel that? Well, it's a good it's a good argument, though, because you have to prove it. It's up to the state to prove it. Temporary insanity, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I found it very amusing, though. It's like, it's like when it's, you know, if it's in your car, sure, somebody could have opened the door and tossed it in there. <laughs> but when it's between your butt cheeks. This is the banter that you lead with. <laughs> What am I supposed to do with this? This is what happens when you don't say go. I said go. Subpar banter. In several different ways. Completely love. You've thrown off this whole podcast. That's okay. You said this would be a short one. This is a, this entire this entire episode messed up. This entire episode's messed up. Let me restart. Go. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. This is a podcast about board games and not about the various court magistrates in Derry regarding proctorial exam and the hiding of illegal substances. I assume that's illegal over there, right? Proctocaine. 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 Proctocanes unite! (laughs) My butt's numb. (laughs) Uh, The king is dead. Which is an awesome... Speaking of magistrates. Yes. That's there not you a magistrate. Go. That's a judge. Oh. You just come. You're just making words. You're just saying words. I feel like magistrates are made up words. That's not. I can't believe you don't know that word. Magistrate. You never heard that what word. About magic crooked. What? Magistrate, magic crooked. No, no. That's mm. you. Just you're just making up. Stuff. The magi are they magic related? No, they they handle the management. They manage stuff. They manage it. Magistrates. 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 Magistrates? I don't know. Are they making America great again? I don't know what's going on. (laughs) You keep utilizing words and then you start saying things. (laughs) I don't know. I've went from Magi Straits to Maga Straits to Magnesium Straits. The King is Dead. Hard Merge. Is a two to four player game of area. I don't want to say it's control. It's influence. This game... Yeah, because you don't control anything. Mm, until the very end. To the very end. It's Influence. Where a game that was just recently reproduced, and it got a lot of uh, attention, which really irritated me, because we've been talking about The King is Dead for a long, long time. Oh, but then suddenly, no pun included, talks about it, and it's like, oh my god, I didn't know this was such a good game. Oh, yeah. We've been shouting it from the rooftops for years. Wait till they remake Barony. Yeah. And it becomes the new splendor. <laughs> uh, they're never going to remake Barony. They should. They should. Second second edition, Maga got. Get on it. Uh, the King is Dead is interesting for several reasons. One, you start with this little small board of England and a bag of cubes with three different colors. Blue, yellow, red. You throw some cubes out on the board, and on your turn, all you're going to do is either pass or play one of the eight cards that are in your hand. And those eight cards essentially allow you to move cubes around the board. At the end of the game, these cubes are going to determine who controls each area. And every round ends with one of the 
I believe there's eight areas being resolved, and whoever has the most cubes there of that certain color, that color controls it. If there's a tie, then it's neutral and it's a wash. The whole strategy of the game, though, is that when after you play a card, you have to remove a cube from the board and take it into your court, and that represents how much influence you have in that color cube. So at the end of the game, you've played eight cards, you're going to have a certain amount of cubes in front of you, and whichever one you have the most of, that's basically the color that you bet on that would win the game. Who would control the most territories? So the game really boils down to when you're going to play your cards and you're only going to make eight moves this entire game. Game's brilliant. We've talked about it for a long time of being brilliant and recently played it again. The only caveat I'd say is that at three player, it's not great because it ends up being one person has to king make somebody else. It really does boil down to one person having to make a move, basically. And sometimes push the game in one direction or the other. At two players, it's very, very interesting. Each move makes a difference. At four players, two players are on teams. And so you end up having to not be able to discuss strategy and go back and forth playing cards. Again, very interesting. Um, yeah. How do you win in a two-player game? What do you mean? I mean, who's the winner? Like, if I have the most yellows... I mean, in a four-player game? Yeah, yeah, four-player. Yeah, it's a team. It's the, I believe the rules are is like one team. So the cubes you take off, it's just your... Oh, never mind. That's a stupid... So the team, the cubes you take off is just your team's cubes. Yeah, I believe so. I was thinking I'd make my own thing. But you know, we're playing with the first edition. We've not played with... And, and if I'm not mistaken, The King is Dead is also a, uh, a remake of another previous game. Uh, the King is Dead... Uh, the second edition, I think there might be some rules changes on it that I'm not familiar with. But yeah, I love The King is Dead. Absolutely, positively love it. I think it's in my top 10 of games of all time. So at least top 20. I, I Yeah, and I, the first several times we played it, we played it three player. Enjoyed it tremendously. But the last time we did play it, we're like, it kind of, yeah, it does have a king making issue. Uh, the last game we played, me, Jerry, and Enrique, I had the last turn of the game, played the last card. Because I played the last card, that's a, like a tiebreaker. If you play the last card and you are tied, then the person that played their last card first would win. So, based on that, Jerry was going to win if I had done one certain move. Enrique is going to win if I do another move. There was literally no way for me to win. I had played poorly, even though I thought I was doing pretty good by holding on to both. It's a funny game because you can play all your cards on the first move. Correct. You can it would be dumb, but you could. On the first round. yeah. First, you could, you, you first can turn just, of the game. You can just keep playing your stuff. And Enrique played half his deck, on half of his eight, on the first turn of the game. And they were like... Oh, Enrique, I'm like, oh, Enrique, he don't know what he's doing. Ends up winning the freaking game. But again, I don't know that that was due to his moves or due to just the way it ends up. I guess it could be a little bit of all. Like I just played poorly on the first final rounds, but I tend to hold my cards till the last at least three cards. Till it gets to those final four. Because I kind of feel like you can just kind of pass and pass and pass and see which way the cubes are going, which way you have a blue, a red, 
and a yellow that can claim properties. If they tie, it goes to the barbarians, is what they call mm-hmm. it. So that's like a neutral. So if I, if I see, oh, reds are starting to win, well, then I'm going to start playing my cards, hoping to accumulate reds. But you can wait too long to where there's no reds on the board for you to accumulate, and that would mess you up. It's a very interesting game, even at three players, where you might have the issue of kingmaking. But it's still very interesting in the fact of the whole, <laughs> your move, you're taking stock in this certain faction, is you weakening that faction? Right. That's the whole... It just burns your brain the first time you play it. I remember that. You get because you have to take a cube off after you play each card, and right. then of course you want to have the majority of of a certain color cube, but you are weakening it. You're, you're they're losing influence when you're taking it. It's a great game. Pierce of Slyvester is the designer, and it just dawned on me that I'm not familiar with a lot of his work. Apparently, I'm more familiar. Than what I had let on. Village Green, another Osprey game he made in 2020 that I've heard good things about. I've not seen it uh, personally, but it was one on. Another one, Polynesia, come out in 2020. That apparently is something I wanted because it's on my wish list. Uh, let's see. He also did the Lost Expedition, and he also did Let Them Eat Cake, which is another OG games uh, that I have in my collection that we've not played. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lost Expedition. I re- forgot that's him. Yeah. So he's done a lot for OG games, uh, several games. And so I'd be interested in seeing exactly. We need to get him on the podcast. We need to get him on the podcast. Uh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. The King is Dead, the second edition. I think I want to play it just because uh, I just like the artwork of it. Looks cool. Uh, an old cube pusher. An old cube pusher. Cube pusher, cube pusher, cube pusher, cube pusher, cube pusher. That's a that's a euro term. That's right. Pushing Hansa Teutonica is a cube pusher. You literally push, push them cubes. cubes, push them real good. Speaking of Destiny's Child, wait a minute. Who sang that? Not Destiny's Child. Salt and Pepper. Salt and pepper. I, I was trying to make a hard merge to Star Wars Destiny. Let me see. I, at, I knew where you were going, but I don't think. Well, but you don't know where. Push it real good. Ben, who's that? Salt and pepper. I knew it. I knew it. It was salt and pepper. And you know who used to introduce salt and pepper on Saturday Night Live when he's on? Patrick Stewart. And you know who everybody likes more than Star Wars? Star Trek. There you go. Oh, hard yeah. merge. <laughs> like Kevin Bacon. Uh, uh, salt and pepper or TLC. Well, obviously, TLC's been along longer, and they've like maintained and produced more. I mean, like I'm not saying that Salt and Pepper wasn't, but it, I liked TLC's music better. I don't really like any of their music, but if I had to choose one, TLC. What don't you like? It's not my thing. Oh, just like F9. Yeah. Okay. It's just not my thing. It's a matter of taste. No, gotcha. it's not a matter of taste. Got gotcha. you. It's a matter of. I wouldn't say TLC and Salt and Pepper is a matter of quality. F9 is a matter of quality. There's some objective blah there. But mm. TLC and Salt and Pepper is, is a matter of taste. Like, I recognize it as being pretty good singers. Okay. Like, their, their quality's not bad. Okay. It's just not the thing I enjoy to listen to. You can. What do you enjoy to listen to? You can. My voice. You can enjoy something <laughs> and still know it's bad, just like you can not like something that is good. Exactly. 
Right. And I like F9. It's bad, though. I, I never said it was good. It's good to me because I enjoy it. No, no, no. It's bad. No, it's bad sh- in a good way. No, 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 no. You, you completely wrapped your No, word. no, see? See? Okay, let's... Hey, we've you already had this like fight. something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Star no, Wars no. Destiny. No, you can the like Star something. The Star Wars dice game. You can like something that's it's a bad. CCLG. It is Collectible not. card living game. card game. It's not living anymore. It's dead. It's dead card game. It's a dead. DCG. <laughs> Just like the Fast Furious franchise. <laughs> Say that to the billionaires that have made it's money dead. off of... It's dead. They're them. not going to make it <laughs> Only two more. No, Only two more. They're dead. They're going to complete the trilogy. They're dead. Star Wars Destiny, we talked about it uh, some time ago, probably years ago at this point. And now they've killed it. It's a dead, it's a DCG. It's a dead card game. But we enjoyed it when we played it. And it's been, I don't, I'm not going to look it up. don't feel like it. I would say it's been at least three years since we played it. When we played it last and talked about it, I said it was one of the few card games, collectible card games that I would get into and actually play. Like, it, this was more than just, like, the Magic the Gathering type thing to me. I, so, it's dice and cards. And in the game, you're buying... You, you create this common deck of 30 cards, and then you pick characters up to whatever points that you want. And I think it's generally also 30. So, each character has their values on it, and those characters come with cards. 30-30. And so, then you're rolling the dice that comes with the characters, and that activates them, and it does certain attacks or special powers. And then you're playing cards from your hand with resources. And so, it's, it's interesting because there's a lot of randomness with the dice. But at the same time, there's a lot of strategy and long-term stuff that goes on when you're building your deck. And so... The last time we played this, I took my few decks of cards that I have of it. I went and I created several decks of both the light side and then the mercenaries and then all that. And so when we got together and played today, my decks were already pre-built and I had everything lined out. And I was very proud to see how my deck worked. That's very satisfying. It's interesting to be able to to put together a deck of cards and say, all right, so I've got this card and it'll work well with this and that and so forth. I love the dice in it. I love the artwork in it. I love the characters of it. I like the fact that it's very thematic in a lot of ways and that you have some of the characters do certain things. It seems like, you know, it's kind of like what they would do in Star Wars. A lot of the Jedi do some very interesting little moves. Like I think, uh, one of the Jedi characters is like you can pull their lightsaber out of your deck like they're sucking it into their hand and now they have that card underneath them. It's just stuff like that when I was going through the it's interesting how they added a little thematic touches to it. It's a dead card game. But even still I have enjoyed it thoroughly that they they have the two player sets of them. I, I, that alone to me I think people would be interested in playing. That's what we play with mostly until we bought some of the expansions there for a while when it was alive. I was really buying a bunch of those expansion packs, uh, even though we weren't playing it. But then I was like, you know what? And now I have all these dice, all these cards. I'm like, we need to play this again. It was a good game. And we did. And it's very simple. It's a very simple game. And uh, it's just fun. And even even though I. OK, so I had built a deck for Han Solo and Luke. But I, something happened. I thought Han... So I forget what happened. Anyway, so I kicked out Han Solo, but he's a yellow-colored character. When my deck, I had cards built to yellow character. Nonetheless, a thing about this game is to mitigate some of your dice rolls, you can discard a card and re-roll your dice. 
So I just used them for that. And I thought Jerry was going to completely destroy me. He won, and he won fairly well. But we were both down to one character, one last character, and they both had damage on them. But it's a very close game, even though you might, like me, I'm not good at figuring the deck out and seeing what goes with what, and Jerry is. But I did concoct to the best of my ability and start throwing stuff out there, and it was still fairly close, very enjoyable. Love, love, love the chunky dice in this game. Just the way they feel, you roll them, and then again, you can mitigate those dice rolls by discarding a card. You can roll them one or all again, and then some of the powers enable you to do that. Some of the powers enable you to flip the dice to exactly what you need, what you want. One thing I thought was interesting, and Jerry, he asked me a few times. First time I said it, he's like, I don't think that's a rule. You can pass. Yes. And it seems foolish that you would pass. It does seem foolish. And you lost. But it is not. I did. But, but <laughs> You lost. That's because I had a poorly you had built po- deck. Your deck was not built. <laughs> I won't um, say that. But the reason I pass is because I, I'm going to say, and I remember doing this with DJ. We played this game. A lot of the effects are oftentimes dealing with the dice that have been rolled or they're just sitting out there waiting to be used. And I don't like my dice sitting out there just for you to say, frack that die, pull, you know, you can do a lot of discarding of the die. So I was like, well, I don't want to roll my die yet, so I'm going to pass. Now, the danger in that is, well, he could also pass and we just go the next round. But Jerry was, he had all these event cards that were just killing all my dice. So I finally started passing. And I was like, well, I'm going to see what Jerry's going to do first. And you could just kind of come to a stalemate, but it does enable you to see, okay, well, what's, what is Jerry going to do? What's he going to play? And if he does something, then you could technically pass again and let Jerry take another turn. You could pass until you need to take action. Mm. And that's a little bit of strategy that is available in the way this game plays. And I think it is useful because I don't want to roll all my dice and then Jerry just play a card and say, all right, this one's now inactive. Take this one back. So you can pass and maybe he has to discard that card or he gets down his last few cards and can't use them. So uh, that's I, I love that this game has, it's not just rolling dice. No. There is definite strategy to this game and it's very it's a it's a smooth running game it is a smooth running game and there's a lot of little little rules in it that i think make the game really good um this game's designed by core Kanetsa. Kanetsia? not Kanetsia. core Kanetska. i never can pronounce his name the fantasy flight guy you can't pronounce any name that did all of his, melissa tomei he did all the uh um fantasy flight stuff for a yeah. long time he was one of the designers on this game, and this game is very tight. Like, every time we've played it, it is generally, there's never really been a blowout. Like, there's never been one where it's like, I've just stomped you to, to pieces. It's yeah. been very close each time. And I think that's a sign of a really good game. And I think if you're looking for just a, you know, a tight two-player game, you know, you think of Undaunted, and I think Undaunted's got some really neat stuff to it. But just for a little bit of money, you can actually buy up a pretty decent amount of stuff and be able to create your own cards and things that, you know, your own decks and all that. I mean, I, I don't think I'll buy any more stuff with it, but I, I like it. I really do like messing with the decks. 
Mace too. It's good. Mesa too, as Jar Jar would say. He's coming back. Why? Where? What? I'm Obi Wan. Is he really? That's what I heard. Tell me, he's not going to be a main character. Yep. I thought we were so done with Jar Jar. No, we're not done. We're not done with anything. We're not done. We're going to milk Star Wars just like we are Fast and Furious. We're going to milk it all dead. For some of that green milk Star or blue milk. Trek, all of it. Everything gets milked to death. Mm. Everything gets milked to death. What about me? Everything. You're dead, too. I'm going to milk you into this podcast. It's good and dead long before we're way past your prime. You're going to have to keep doing What would this. be the point when you quit this podcast? Me? Personally? Yes. Speaking of milking. Wednesday. (laughs) Can I stop? Yeah, you definitely can. I just do this for you. I just do this for you. No, you don't. You're the one that loves this. I do love it. I'm on the podcast. That's all you want to do. Don't say say that. That's all you want to do is podcast. Don't say I do love podcasting. Yeah. yeah, You know why? Because I like podcasting with you. You beg me to podcast, and you get. I don't beg you you to do it. See, this is how you do. This is how you do. You You beg me to podcast. All right, let's quit. When? No, this is it. This is the final episode. Oh, so now he's wanting to continue. We said we were going to do it. Who cares, people? All right, I'll continue it for you. I know. No, I'm doing this for you. You're no, the one. no, I'm done. You're the one. I need a new mixer. I'm going to call you out. You call me out? If you say we're done, we're done. I didn't say we were done. Okay, well, then we're going to continue. I never said we were. I never said anything. You'll pry this podcast from my cold, dead hands. Exactly. <laughs> I said I'd do this for you. Why do you do it for me? Because it's something that you need. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Mm. We may or may not ever record again. Screw this. Uh, King is dead. It's good. Buy it. Play it. It's good. Star Wars Destiny. Buy some old decks for this dead card game because it's really good as well. They'll bring it back. We only discuss good games here lately. We have. We've been on a roll. We've been on a roll. I'm Gabby. That's Jerry. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.